Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Live. Live, it's not live, but unedited as usual, from Cancun. Um, okay, I've not started very well. I've already said um once, but I would like to start with a very obvious, but I think very useful reminder. And that is very simple. <laughs> You have to enjoy the journey. And that is true whether your goal is fat loss or it's career-based or it's business-based or it's relationship-based. Literally anything in life, you have to enjoy the journey because life is essentially all about enjoying the journey. And at some point, you realise that there will always be something to improve on. And I think that's such an important realisation because... Once you embrace that, you stop putting so much pressure on yourself to be finished because you realise that you're never going to be a finished product. And then that allows you to stop beating yourself up along the way or stop putting life on hold for this finished product. Life is about growth. It's about learning. It's about improvement. And I would say it's about having fun along the way, which is why it's so important that you're enjoying the journey because you're never gonna reach this undefined perfection point that you have in your head, but you can't really define when you would actually be happy, when you would actually stop, because there isn't one. Like, that's what life is. It's about learning, it's about growing. And the truth is, there isn't an end point, or like, end point is death, I guess. But there isn't this point of like, self-actualization where you're suddenly the perfect human and you don't need to do any more self-work and you don't need to go to the gym and you don't need to do all these things like you don't need any improvement whatsoever that's never going to happen there will always always be work to be done be work to be done there will always be work to be done does that make sense yeah that does make sense anyway you will never reach a place where you are physically mentally spiritually emotionally everything you won't be complete you won't be quote-unquote perfect and actually that's the joy of life there is always something to improve on and that is also why you have to live your life now rather than putting it on hold like live your life while you're working on yourself instead of waiting for this undefined point where you become fully self-actualized and I mean, good examples of this are, you can be losing fat while you go out on dates. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to wait until I'm a size 10 before I start dating again. No, bullshit. You can be wearing a bikini and not completely happy with the physique that you have. Maybe you still want to lose a bit of fat. That's fine. Still wear the bikini. Stop waiting for this point where you think that you're going to be just unbelievably happy in your body because usually that's more in your head than it is anything physical anyway. You can be going to therapy while progressing in your career. You can be, and in fact, I think that's a good one to talk about because I think a lot of the reason that people don't get help and don't go to therapy and don't kind of face a lot of the problems that they're potentially having is that they think that they'll have to put the rest of their life on hold in order to deal with that problem. And that's hugely daunting. Like, I can imagine why people wouldn't do that. But the realisation that you don't need to do that, you can be working on yourself while also working on other areas of your life. And actually, that's going to make the whole process, one, more enjoyable, and probably, two, way more successful. You can be working on your relationship with food 
while also being an incredible mother and bringing up your family or dad or, you know, gender neutral. Life doesn't stop. It should be lived and enjoyed while you're making progress. And trust me, and this is so important because so many people state that the reason that they give up or the reason they don't get results is because they lack patience. You need far less patience when you're not waiting for results. And instead, you're living your life alongside working towards your goals. What I see as a really big, important part of my job as a coach, or maybe, I don't even know if it's part of my job as a coach, yeah, it kind of is, but, but maybe more broadly, it's the impact I wanna have on others, and especially on my clients, or anyone that works with me in any capacity, is this, and by this I mean this increased enjoyment of life while you're in the pursuit of your goals. If you get anything from listening to this podcast from the last, I don't know, whatever it is, 350 odd episodes, let it be that if I can have just the tiniest impact on your life, let it just be this, this little bit, that, that is so important. That will change how you live your life, how much you enjoy your life. And there's probably not much that's more important than that. Okay, so that was just a little intro, bit of a deep intro, but it was something I was thinking about today because it's Sunday and I had some time off and those were my thoughts. It's actually spurred on by someone in the EC method. Anyway, the, the other thing I want to talk about this week, which was also spurred on by a question I got, which was, really got me thinking actually, the question was, who is the best coach or more broadly, what makes the best coach which really did get me thinking and there are a few like key factors that I'm actually not really going to touch on today but like knowledge understanding passion like I don't think I don't think passion there could be much more important than passion mainly because it leads on to if you're passionate about something you're going to do more work for it you're going to show up better for it you're going to go and do the extra research you're going to turn up on time you're going to be engaged like you will go the extra mile if you love something uh, anyway, so passion's important. Uh, experience, although I think experience can be overrated, and I'll come on to some of the downsides of experience in, in a minute, actually. But really, the reason I don't like to push experience too much is because I mentor a lot of personal trainers now, and a lot of them tend to be relatively new. And one of the barriers that comes up is, oh, well, I lack experience. How the hell would you get, like, how, how do you think people get experience? Like, the only way is to work with people and it's really demotivating to hear like well you can't be a good coach until you've got experience i don't think that's true and i don't think experience is just how many clients have i worked with or how many people have i got results for it's also like all the learning you do and a lot of people you can get you can tap into my experience through this podcast or through mentoring and i have i'm quite old now got asked in my story how many years i've been coaching and i was like it's like 10 years 10 years since i've been cleaning machines in Virgin Active. So yeah, a decent amount of experience, I would say. Anyway, my thoughts on this concluded that there is no such thing as the best coach. But what there is, is the best coach for you or for an individual. And that is the person who inspires you, who motivates you, who you resonate with, who you respect enough to listen to. And I'll use like my own coaching style as an example here. I'm quite a tough coach, a bit of tough love. Like that's how 
I like to coach. I'm not going to pander to excuses. Uh, and instead of that, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, which might not always be what you want to hear. And I'm going to empower you to try and overcome whatever it is you're trying to overcome. Like, I think I'm, I, I can be harsh, but I'm pretty fair. And I'm never going to tell you tough love and what you need to hear without also backing that up with the support you need to get over whatever it is you're struggling with. And I think tough love gets a bit of a bad reputation because it's often done wrong. Like tough love isn't about being a bit of a dick. It's not about ignoring people's struggles and simply telling them to get on with it. Like that's not tough love. That's just really shitty coaching. It's about, it is about telling people what they need to hear, which might not be what they want to hear at the time but that's not always just get to the gym just do this sometimes it's you need to take a rest sometimes it's i know you have covid but and you want to exercise but you shouldn't be exercising and i'm not gonna sway on that like that's the tough laugh that's the firm approach it's firm but it's fair and when it's implemented correctly it comes from a place of wanting the best for someone not from a place of lack of empathy which i think can be a little bit misconstrued when people use like the term tough love. Like you can very much use tough love to get away with just shitty coaching, but when, when it's done well, that isn't what it's about at all. And I would say that most of my clients would probably describe my coaching as tough love, quote unquote. But the difference is that it's an approach of, here's the hard thing that you need to hear, but I am here to support you and guide you through that. And I think that's what gets people results. And there is absolutely always a time and a place for a softer approach too. And part of coaching is knowing when to push someone and when to ease off. Like part of being a good coach and understanding people and getting to know your clients is knowing when to push them and when to ease off a little bit. So my approach is, mm, mm, I don't know how exactly, yeah, mm, probably quite tough. And there are people who will do well with a much softer approach. And there are plenty of excellent coaches for you. And don't get me wrong here, like I'm certainly not saying, like there is a big difference between the ability to read people and know when they need some support and when they need a bit of a kick up the bum and completely changing your own coaching style or not even having a coaching style, just trying to mold to other people and basically be a people pleaser, which I don't think gets people results. My approach, is quite tough because I genuinely think that's what gets most people the best results. And it's me, it's who I am, and it's also what motivates me. Like, I mean, Andy is my coach, so tough love clearly works quite well for me. And the point that I'm potentially quite badly trying to get out here is that if you try to be the best coach for everyone, you end up being the best coach for no one. It's kind of like when you try and impress everyone or you try and please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. Saying that I am, quote unquote, a better PT coach mentor than someone else or than this person is absolute bullshit. And it shows a huge lack of awareness, plus a pretty like overconfident, cocky outlook to think that you are universally the best coach. There isn't one. Like a good example of this is, I don't think Amelia is a better coach than I am, but she is certainly without a doubt a better coach for certain individuals than I am and vice versa. And that's partly because better is subjective. It's like saying, 
this is universally the best diet for everyone or this is universally the best training program with anyone for anyone sorry for everyone <laughs> and best for what or best for who like you can't say that this is the best training program we don't even know your goals i can't give you the best training program unless we're specific about who that program is for and what their goals are and what their initial fitness levels are and what their starting points are and if they have any injuries you may even have more experience more knowledge and i don't know better coaching systems than someone else but if a client doesn't gel with you if you don't fit on a personal level if if from a client perspective you don't feel a connection or motivation or that yeah basically that you gel with that coach they are not the best coach for you you also have to consider if you are the right fit for their current goals and remember that goals will change so someone might start with a goal to i don't know improve their relationship with food and then they decide they're ready to diet or someone might start with a goal to lose body fat but then as they start to progress with that they realize actually maybe i should work on my relationship with food first and i've had clients who we've started out as an excellent fit and then their goals have changed so i've referred them to someone else who's better suited for example if a client decides that they want to compete in a bikini show or that they want to do powerlifting i will refer them to a coach who is better for that goal i could absolutely do both of those things but i wouldn't be as good i wouldn't be as as invested i'm not as interested in powerlifting and bikini competitions and it's better to have someone who is passionate about that sport who understands the demands of it and who has more experience there as well you cannot be an expert in everything and you're not meant to be the best coach for everyone because as i've already said there isn't one part of that's personality and part of that's like having some expertise like having an area that you're interested in and coming back to experience sometimes i would argue that newer less experienced coaches offer a better service as they're fresh and they're excited and they're more willing to learn and they possibly have more time to give to you as an individual they also don't have learned incapacity and this essentially means they're less likely to make assumptions um so to the experienced coaches listening you can avoid this trap by being aware of it so i like to remind myself of this quite often like there are negatives to being experienced but being aware of it means that you are okay here's a good example i might make the assumption because i've seen it literally thousands of times that if someone comes to me and says that they're trying to stick to 1200 calories and they're not losing weight that they are overeating at other periods of time seeing that thousands of times may mean that i don't investigate it enough but i try to call myself out on this before i assume anything and knowing that or reminding yourself that each client is an individual even if they appear similar to the thousands of other people that you've seen in the exact same situation like use your experience but also be inquisitive and don't make assumptions and that is how you avoid the pitfalls of experience which usually for the vast majority of time is a very good thing so i will finish with some tips on how to pick your coach or your mentor and 
for this, I'm assuming the basics, because normally what we would talk about is kind of what I started with, like the knowledge, the experience, do they have a key interest in that area? Are they passionate, et cetera, et cetera. But I think things that are massively underrated are, do you share the same values? Do you feel like you align with them? Do you trust them? Do you feel like you would be able to open up to them? Do you feel like they genuinely have your best interests at heart? And do they motivate you to change? It's probably one of the biggest things. Do they motivate you to change? And do you have confidence in their ability to help you? And finally, are they someone who inspires you to be a better version of yourself? If you find that person, that person is the best coach or mentor for you. Right, I am now sweating because I sat in a slightly smaller room to stop the echo, but I don't think it's worked. My AirPods didn't connect. I'm sorry if it's not perfect audio. I hope that the value in this has been worth the less than perfect audio. And if you are interested in coaching or mentoring, in coaching, you can head to esgfitness.co.uk. Or if you're a personal trainer and you're like, I am ready to grow my business and I'm ready to have someone who backs me and who's going to push me all the way, head over to afmentors.com. Have beautiful days. <laughs>